104.7 The Cave, Mike the Intern on the phone this morning with David Pace, keyboard player, songwriter, singer. You probably know him from Toto, but big congratulations to you, David, because you just put out your first solo album ever on Friday, man. And I just, big congratulations. First question I want to ask you, what took so long? I know. Uh, it seems that it took so long. Well, I've been busy doing uh, records in between, and uh, and some of them I, I write and sing on, so it's been very fulfilling over the years. But uh, it seems like every time I wanted to uh, start a solo record with a song, uh, it, is, it ended up being on a total record. So uh, I just kept plugging away there. And uh, uh, then uh, a couple years ago, uh, Joseph and Luke were working on their solo records, and they urged me... Uh, uh, Joseph uh, wanted me really badly to do a solo record. So did Luke. And uh, 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 I just got in the studio and started making demos of these little pieces that I had. And Joseph helped me uh, string them all together and put the pieces of the musical puzzle together. It's uh, pretty cool when you have the association that you do with such talented guys, not only being a songwriter, but, you know, working as a producer and arranger and all that stuff. And not, a lot of people might not know this, but your dad actually was an incredibly talented arranger and musician composer in jazz. And I'm a big jazz head myself. So I'm very familiar with what your dad did with Ella and Peggy Lee, Stan Kitten, all those guys. Um, you came from a really nice pedigree. Is that where your music knowledge kind of started in jazz? Absolutely. certainly did. Uh, my dad was a jazz pianist and great arranger. He worked with Mel Torme. He did the uh, largest selling record uh, in the early 60s with uh, Ray Charles called I Can't Stop Loving You. Uh -huh. And huge record. And uh, it was a great experience for me uh, growing up, going to sessions uh, with Ella, watching Ella Fitzgerald. Oh, my God. Like that. I can't even, yeah. I just, I, I, like I said, I mean, I, yes, of course, I'm a DJ for Classic Rock Station. I love rock and roll. You know, I love, I love that stuff. But, um, same thing. My, my grandfather's a jazz pianist. So I, that's where mine started too. But like, just the idea that you sat in a room with Ella, like, in, in the fact that, you know, he wrote arrangements for guys like Chet Baker, just, just, it oh, yeah. <laughs> just blows my mind. You know what I mean? But, <laughs> It's a small world, but but I'm I'm so happy that you know you paid attention because you look at what you were able to kind of expand on where that started with what you did with Toto, of course, and like you know Africa, hold the line, stuff like that, and working with Michael and Boz and all those dudes. It it really shows that you uh, kind of just kept it going, but just where popular music was going because you know jazz was popular music at one point, but you just kept it going in that direction. Um, let me ask you this: you know, in, in that vein, you know, later on in life with what you were doing with Toto and the production stuff, what, what did your dad think about that stuff? Uh, my dad thought it was interesting, you know, because the arrangements were uh, challenging and uh, and but it was always musical. You know, my father says, as long as it's musical, uh, it, it's a good thing. And so uh, we did things like uh, Don't Stop Me Now on the Fahrenheit album with Miles Davis played with us. And uh, we just try and keep a little bit of jazz influence in there because our fathers, uh, starting with Joe Percaro also, as well as my father, were jazz, uh, strong jazz musicians. And they, uh, they influenced us uh uh, as we stood on their shoulders, you know? Yeah. 110%. Another thing too, is when you kind of look at your new debut album, um, which again is called forgotten toys. Um, 
the list of credits on this thing is insane. I mean, you've got obviously you've got Luca Theron there a couple times because you guys are buddies, but you guys you got like Ray Parker Jr. playing guitar, you got Michael McDonald background vocal. I mean, it's if you know if, if Don Felder, Brian Eno's on there, it's it's it really is like, hey guys, I'm I finally gonna do a solo record. You want to help me? Did everyone just say, hell yeah? When do you want us there? That was out. That was about it. Just like that. Must be uh, must be nice. <laughs> and Steve Jordan and Greg Bissett. Yeah, they're all we're a music, we're a musical family and community out here, and uh, uh, it reaches across the United States. Steve Jordan, of course, was in uh, New York just before he joined the Stones, and uh, he played on, on on Queen Charade, and I love him for that. That's really, really cool. Did you do this um, recording at home? I mean, obviously, because COVID probably kind of put the pause on stuff and people were doing the remote thing. I mean, you can literally now, right. if you got the gear, you can do it in your own house and send it across the country if you need to. How'd you end up doing that's that? What, that's what I did, too, on, on occasion. I Like I said, I sent the uh, track to New York for Steve Jordan to put his stuff on, but yet I brought in people into the studio. People like Nathan East uh, came in and Steve Lukather came into my studio and I did all my vocals in the studio and Joseph did a bunch of backgrounds in his studio too, and some of the keyboard playing. So uh, it was done uh, 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 during the pandemic time, so we were all focused and had the technology to uh, keep uh, keep plugging away. And uh, last but not least, uh, the album in itself, it, it just sounds so big, so rich um, from what I've heard. I've got to listen to the whole thing front to back, but I did get a chance to listen to a couple of tracks over the weekend, and I would like to mention, as a very avid record collector having Bernie Grunman master anything that you do is always yeah. going to make the finished product sound just unbelievably good. Oh yeah, yeah, and, not, and it doesn't hurt to have Bob Clearmount mixing. Absolutely, yeah. I know. Like it, you, you, you literally had like some of the guys that are the guys doing this thing, and then on top of the fact I just yeah. mentioned all those musicians that are on it, including yourself, it's just. It's it's mind boggling, but you know what? After all these years, if you're finally going to do a debut solo album, uh, I think you I think you hit it out of the park with this one, David. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate that, and I also I want to say thanks to all of our fans and friends and families out there uh, for our, their loyal support all these years, and uh, that means a lot to us and to me. And uh, want to thank you. We're very grateful and blessed. Uh, thank you for your time this morning. And uh, hopefully, when the uh, the sequel comes out, it won't take so long. We'll get it a little bit sooner. That's right.